Good morning, America. This is Jerry Rhodes coming to you from Chicago, Illinois. I want to give a little bit of an introduction to what if Trump isn't nominated by the Republican Party in 2024. Uh, in my opinion, that uh, with the current events about going into Trump's home, uh, the FBI and taking out is anything and everything they can get their hands on are hell-bent on creating a grand jury hearing and indicting Trump for espionage with whatever paper papers they can find that have anything that he said with, re, with respect to Russia or Ukraine or the January 6th fiasco. And I do believe that he does hold responsibility and should be accountable for his role in trying to overturn the election, having his rally right there uh, January 6th when he knew that Pence, after he received his, not phone call, but email, that he wasn't going to support the strategy of getting the Senate to stop the Electoral College, even though it was justified, even though it needed to be done. That's my opinion. But in the process, he, uh, President Trump uh, put a noose around his neck on the, that whole situation. Uh, it was wrong in the way it was uh, constructed. It was never going to succeed. And uh, this whole relationship of Trump to Pence uh, behind the scenes uh, was uh, uh, politics, politics all over again. Uh, Pence, during his four-year reign with Trump, I believe was uh, not in, in sync with Trump's mannerisms, maybe in his, some of his policies, but I think when the pandemic hit and Pence was put in charge of the task force, getting the task force together and, and activating it and kind of managing the process, that was the beginning of the end for Trump in the 2020 election. Because Pence put together a task force of public health bureaucrats one who was made the leader of the the pack was the one that uh, probably uh, started it and that being fauci and from that point on fauci was running america not trump and trump had way better in instincts on dealing with it but fauci had uh, other uh, reasons in mind was to cover his tracks so, you know, my analysis is that with this January 6th thing leading to a, a raid on Trump's home and uh, getting enough evidence for a grand jury will result in Trump being charged with a felony. Now, whether he can uh, debate that or appeal that, uh, it, it, only time will tell. But I think by the 2024 election, 
he will have been uh, defrocked with some type of felonious activity. So that's just my opinion. I just want to introduce today the uh, the options and the likelihood of what will happen if he isn't nominated. So I hope you enjoy this maybe not so great professional podcast, but uh, getting some insight from uh, ordinary enterprising Americans who don't yet have a voice. And I have this crazy idea and have this 1991 that we needed a third party and that third party needs to represent what makes America great. America is great. We just need to keep it great. So keep on coming in. Uh, That's the only thing that inspires me to keep going with this. So over and out. Elections, as do all marriages, have consequences, for better or for worse, producing positive or negative outcomes. Americanism, is the marriage of monetary capitalism and human capital socialism, driving the great American enterprise, and the homeland and global markets, for the good of man and womankind. I call this humanism. What if, American capitalist, former President Trump isn't nominated for president in 2024? What if it's former VP Michael Pence? Or Senator Ted Cruz of Texas? Or Governor Ron DeSantis of Florida? Or Senator Tim Scott of South Carolina? Or Lynn Cheney of Wyoming? or Governor Greg Abbott of Texas? What if Joe Biden isn't nominated? What if it's Kamala Harris? America is faced with a number of what-ifs. Number one is what if President Trump is convicted of a felony for the January 6th insurrection and is precluded from being the 48th President of the United States. Will he quietly go away or will he fight and beat the felony and decide to run as a third-party candidate for president? If he does, will he debate VP Mike Pence, Ted Cruz? Ron DeSantis, Tim Scott, Rand Paul for the uncontested candidacy for the Republican Party and or the American Enterprise Party. Elections have dramatic consequences in the next three years. What if the Republicans nominate Mike Pence as their presidential candidate with Lynn Cheney as his VP nominee in 2024? What if the Republicans force Donald J. Trump to run as the third-party candidate? With his designated cabinet of Ron DeSantis VP, 10 Cruz Attorney General, Mike Pompeo Secretary of State, Larry Kudlow, Secretary of Treasury, Christy Nome, Secretary of Transportation, Greg Abbott, Energy Secretary and Rand Paul, Secretary of HHS, William Bennett, Secretary of Education, Arthur Laffer, Chief Economic Advisor, Henry Kissinger, Ambassador to the UN, Rudolph Giuliani, Director of the FBI, Irvin Purdue III, Secretary of Agriculture, Dr. Ben Carson of Housing and Urban Affairs, and Jerry Rhodes as Consultant to the Office of Budget and Financial Management to implement gap accrual basis accounting for budgeting and debt reduction. What if the Democrats decide to retire Joe Biden's jersey and a one-term reign on the parade in 2024 for a Kamala Harris presidential run with Bernie Sanders as VP? With Nancy Pelosi, Chuck Schumer, the ACO squad and Lynn Cheney as her constitutional advisors. With Joe Manchin Majority Leader of Senate, Lisa Murkowski, Minority Leader in the Senate, Stacey Abrahams Majority Leader of the House, Professor Liz Warren Secretary of the Treasury, Hillary Clinton Secretary of State, Merrick Garland Attorney General, former President Obama Ambassador to the UN, Janet Yellen Director of the Office of Budget and Taxation. This characterization is fraught with danger. America the bountiful leader in trade and democracy suddenly finds itself losing the trade war to China, Russia, South Seas Consortium, Iran, OPEC. 
failing to permanently defer the debt limit, letting the Federal Reserve dictate interest rates and currency policy, while the country is suffering from 12% inflation, a 5% annual negative GDP growth, declining value of the dollar, losing its credit rating on long-term treasuries, behind on interest payments on U.S. treasuries, carrying a $40 trillion debt limit, with federal and state unfunded obligations of $200 trillion. Voters will be exposed to dirty politics and money ticks driving a further division of the enterprising workforce that has absorbed 6 million illegal immigrants into the sanctuary states and cities, ghettos, slums, and street vagrancy, from the open border policy of the Biden administration, allowing drug cartels to do business at will, inviting potential terrorists from the Mideast and technology thieves from Asia challenging crime-ridden cities and small border communities. What are the possibilities that former President Trump may decide to make his next challenge to the establishment for a more business-like management of the USA Republic, the largest enterprise business known to man and womankind? By being an efficient and prosperous enterprise that is responsibly paying down its current debt and putting away global trade profits, a capital investment for funding the long-term debt. If it isn't, via Trump as the Republican Party candidate then, a Trump run, at it with a third party, that will prevent the inevitable bankruptcy and or depression. Such a party would be honored to have Donald J. Trump as its third-party candidate to keep America great and leading the world to peaceful coexistence and free market trade. Such a third party as the Swing Vote American Enterprise Political Party. For details order your American Enterprise Party Trilogy from your local bookstore. Volume 1, Why Do It? Volume 2, How to Do It? And Volume 3, who will do it? Enterprising risk-taking American workers, that's who. This swing vote party is eliciting independent swing voters, frustrated red and blue party base who want something that makes common sense not the same old nonsense, from the wealthy, big brotherhood organizations that want bigger is better controls called, a monopsony supported by monopolies and oligarchs. Such as big unions, big boxes, big tech, big social media, big entertainment, and bigger but not better politicians. It's our America the bountiful with freedom to choose our destiny. Following is the opportunity of the American dream. My America, the bountiful Jerry Rhodes published in The Eighth Wonder of the World My America is the feeling of freedom. It's the feeling good when you get up in the morning and can decide what you're going to do that day, who you're going to see, and what you're going to say. It's the feeling that you can make a difference in pursuit of good health, happiness, and prosperity, it's the feeling you can produce your product, you can sell your produce, and you can benefit from your hard work, ethically unhindered. It's the feeling when you help your children with their homework, so they will be able to use their knowledge for growth, for maturity, for their pursuit of opportunity in a great country. It's the feeling when you send them off to school, knowing they will receive a concerned teacher's attention, sensitivity, and guidance. And knowing as they grow up, they will thrive on their freedom to communicate, to express themselves, to direct their own destiny. It's the feeling when they graduate from grade school, junior high, and high school that they are taking the steps toward a better, bountiful life. And when you give their hand away in matrimony, that happiness shall be theirs. For together, as husband and wife, they can create the same, and even more opportunities for their offspring. It's that feeling, when you can unchain your dog, and watch her run free, for at least a little while, to watch the expression on her face. When she's released from the shackles, and the sadness that reappears, when she must be chained, it's the feeling of being in good health, happy with my spouse, with a family as my wealth as my America is the opportunity to pursue such prosperity, unbridled and unfettered.
my America, is the freedom of choice, to buy the bread I want to buy, to acquire the goods I can afford to acquire, to invest the capital I have saved, in ventures I want to take a risk, for the love of my family, and my country. My America, is being able to communicate in writing, speaking, and in whatever form language takes, my opinions, my thoughts, my prayers, my visions, and my dreams to those who want to listen, and protect my family from those enemies, of the American way who in themselves, have not yet discovered America. My America, is the blooming rose that has the freedom to grow toward a clear sky, and a warm sun, being able to complete its cycle from bloom, to plumage, to autumn, to a dormant grave, only to rise again, to a fertile earth. My America, is the personal commitment to grab opportunities, that will better the country, and to set an example, for those who follow, that what's you give, must be proportionate, to what you take, or the erosion shall remove the sky, the sun, the earth from our grasp. For in our America, and the world resources, are limited the energy though absolute, is redistributed by our wills. The more astute the freer we are to create, the better the use of the resources. And left in God's hands, through our America, we create goodwill, good products, good people, and peace of mind. My America, the bountiful, oh yes, my American dream, the vision of the poet, the words of the order, and the minds of the leaders, be kind, be patient, be wise, but above all, be humble, the reasons and the heritage of our equal opportunity and freedom for all. Lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil ventures and purposes, for thine is mine America, the kingdom, the power, and the glory, forever. Amen. Uh, I wanted to do a PS to my uh, introduction. I kind of left it hanging as to what I would do if Trump is is nominated. Would I continue to push the third party? Uh, it's not a it's not an idea. It's an ideology. It has to be. And just like liberals and conservatives who make claims that that they don't really represent. But in this particular case, uh, the representation of enterprising Americans who who are the risk takers, who are the ideas makers and and uh, stimulus to uh, our our uh, GDP growth, uh, I, you know, I would defend them and give them a voice and equal um, um, strength as I guess the other two parties get from having having the money to control America. So it does take money to do that, but if Trump would be nominated, I would uh, vote for him. The principles that he was trying to, and policies he was trying to implement are business principles, which in a institutional environment, uh, excuse me, typically don't work. And that's when we have monetary capital and human capital coming together in every one of the businesses and every one of the enterprises and corporations, uh, even in uh, our churches and, and, and other types of institutions for accountability and for um, accepting responsibility for uh, trial and error and, and good or bad results. But if he's not nominated, um, I will continue to push 
for the third party. And at this point, I don't have uh, a candidate for president. I'm not the uh, in, uh, anticipated um, candidate. Due to my age, principally, I think I have leadership ability and I have, I believe, the right kind of plan if you'd read my books, because I think it brings all Americans into the plan, not just the wealthy and excludes the uh, underprivileged. And we need to, uh, we need to, first of all, if we're going to do that, it'd be the human New Deal, which would focus on the ghettos and slums and homeless and that pitiful thing that hang, hangs over our head in, in the international community. First would be the first target to elicit a refurbishing and a redo of those neighborhoods into productive uh, enterprises. And the people that live there, exist there, even the gangs are going to have to participate or they will end up on the outside looking in. And I'm not threatening, uh, but I think most of them would end up in some form of incarceration. And if they desire to really make a difference, we have to fight off uh, the drug dealers, the prostitution, the blight, the terrible schools, the, the lack of opportunity for a good 20 to 40 percent of our population and fix that before we ever finance trillions of dollars into a Green New Deal that is the biggest hoax of, of our lifetime and of our history because Mother Nature, Father Time, and, and the universe and the, and the cosmos will manage itself. Yes, we need to clean up our oceans. We need to, to save our trees. We need to save our forests. We need to do a better job of managing what we can manage. But we're not going to manage the climate, the trade winds, El Nino, El Nina. Come on. That's a, that's, a, that's a farcical way of controlling trillions of dollars that will be just dumped into uh, a losing economy while the Chinese and the Indian Indian governments and the, the, the Mideast uh, eat our lunch in the global trade war. That's the war, that war on debt. So I just wanted to add this PS to this so you can kind of see where I stand. And uh, I am looking for candidates for uh, each governorship, each legislature, each state legislature, each each uh, city, each uh, federal agency. Of, uh, it will require millions of, of enterprising Americans to climb on board to keep this thing uh, headed in the right direction, which is a balance not a filibuster, but a balance in uh, the voters having a, a, an alternative voice. May they be independents or maybe the frustrated Democrats or frustrated Republicans or those that are, are in business and understand the principles of, of an enterprise uh, come on board and we would, we would make it our um, goal 
our objective to have partisanship and consensus in the things that our government uh, throws upon us. So thanks for your time. Bye. How can enterprise model analytics for change result in accountability for performance using the tenets of American laissez-faire in a world of competitive forces attacking our values with internally woke reasons for changing our way of life? It's a trade war of doubt and fear, one with faith and leadership, standing up for the ten tenets of American laissez-faire. Then the American dream tenets for all, result in each enterprising American striving for a quality lifestyle for themselves and their families. Using their sweat capital invested in their chosen free market enterprise. 1. Reward received determined by the amount of risk taken. 2. The law of supply and demand for measuring markets. 3. Sharing is based on skill to build to produce quality services. 4. Earning is based on learning a skill to build for quality goods and services. 5. Competition is creating optimal quality, innovation and cash flow from GDP slash GNP. 6. Quality creates cost savings and profits. Profits create growth and capital. 7. Gap reports actual results. Stock market reports derivatives. 8. USA Debt Clock and Financial Analytics are a guideline for collective prosperity. 9. Sustainability, is debt less than 50% of GDP and GNP. 10. Accountability, for the above nine tenants, is the bottom line for measuring leadership. It's money capital funding, workers sweat capital for profit sharing, and GDP growth. My case for an enterprise model accountability, is built on the following analytics and financial realities. According to the Debt Clock www.usedebtclock.org For the first time since World War II, our debt of $30 trillion, on the cash basis, growing at $45 per second or $800 billion per year, exceeds our GDP of $21 trillion that is declining at $30 per second, or $500 billion per year, with inflation in energy costs and supply line control by China, or a negative growth rate in GDP of minus $1.3 trillion per year. In accounting parlance USA can't pay its current obligations. Without borrowing trillions more money, and is insolvent on cash basis budgeting. Plus imposing $158 trillion of gap on recorded obligations, facing future generations and centuries, so, USA Federal Administration needs to direct the 50 governors, that we want them to supplement regulations with enterprise analytics as their banner, eliminating all obstacles to chair future GNP. Basing it on enterprise, not sin taxation, gambling tax, sale and lease back of American property to foreign interests, managed competition, and indiscriminate public costs for pensions, perks, special deals for state officials. Then growing the imbalance in foreign trade with our competitors. Create a list of enterprise analytics for measuring the success of the president using a comparison to 50 governors, giving out gold stars to those states that excel at governance and economics by producing profits and surpluses for their citizens. For example, comparative, crime rate, abortion rate, teen pregnancies, number of guns, graduation rate, tax rate, GDP versus debt rate, surplus, and profitability. The competitive data analytics of the United States, in the world market will indicate the value of the collective and individual productivity toward national goals. The criteria could consist of, 1. 
Federal and State GDP versus Debt. See www.usedebtclock.org. 2. State Average SAT Scores. 3. State Unemployment Rate. And Worker Compensation Rate. 4. State Crime Rates, with Number of Guns, Deaths, Felonies and Shootings. 5. State Divorce Rate. With Number of First, Second, Third Times, 6. State High School and Higher Learning Graduation Rates. 7. State Teen Pregnancy Rate. 8. State Literacy Rate. 9. State Abortion Lives Lost. 10. States, Using Gap, Balance Sheet, P&L and Cash Flow. Income, Property, Sales Tax Rate. Use Enterprise Analytics, for evaluating the success of each state in comparison to other states, giving out gold stars and federal revenue sharing credits. To those states that excel at governance, and economics by producing profits, surpluses and capital for their enterprising citizens. By rolling up the results for 50 states, you have the federal analytics to measure the president, Congress and court systems, management results. The U.S. debt clock allows for a comparison to other administrations and countries, for measuring how the USA stands in the world of economics, trade and fiscal stability. Any MBA course will teach that accountability is far superior to transparency. It's before the problem becomes an immovable object whereas everything else, transparency, is after the fact and politically and artfully defended as justified. According to Peter Drucker, Abraham Maslow, and Ayn Rand, management of capitalism and socialism is using stated objectives for the measurement of subjectives, for the good of the enterprise and the enterprising, individual worker. Sharing in the profits of their investment and effort to learn to earn for a skill to bill. Interpreted by Jerry Rhodes, CPA, in his book The Science of Managing by Objectives and Subjectives. CBI Publishing Company, 1981. God Save the Enterprise, with wisdom and no surprises, from ignorance and defenses. Is America a second coming of the Titanic? Well let's look at the similarities. First of all, the ship was too big and too lush in decor for the poor crew who had to save those who were the richest. The rush to get on a lifeboat, safety net, should have been those who were at greatest risk, the elderly, children and women. But it was the connected and the wealthy that scrambled to the boats, using their connections to save themselves. The reality of the Titanic has been depicted in the best and the worst of times. The best of times was the idea of a great ship being infallible, and a luxurious depiction of wealth forever, brought together at the same time. And the worst possible happened. It was not infallible, nor was it just for the wealthy. Worst of times was a captain, that was oblivious to the danger awaiting them with the mere tip of the iceberg. The end result being one of the worst human disasters of all time. Had the plan been to safely circumvent the risk of hitting a glacier, and the captain had stuck to that plan, the sinking of the Titanic would have never happened. The result was horrible and the captain E.J. Smith jumped ship and failed his 2,207 passengers and crew. Who felt the consequences of his incompetency, in such troubled waters, 1,507 didn't survive and 712 were lucky. But the ship builder, according to the White Star Liner maker of the Titanic, said it made the perfect craft. So, who became the goat, greatest of all time, for the disaster and loss of lives? If it wasn't the commander, if it wasn't the ship builder. So, who was to blame, the tour guide or the icy waters or bad luck? It is history and no one can change it. 
it was failed planning, leadership and execution. This is the situation now with the American Titanic economy, hitting the tip of the iceberg with inflation, Fed interest rates, food shortages, $40 billion funding of a Ukraine war, $1 trillion imbalance of trade, with higher prices. Due to shipping, and distribution costing more and more, the cost of living skyrocketing, the stock market hitting the skids, foreign competition closing the gap on our GDP. With taxation and more debt becoming the only tool in the Biden repair kit. When 90% of the world's global trade is shipped by sea, with 70% in containers because the USA has outsourced $48 billion imports per month from China. And another $30 billion from South Korea, Japan, and Vietnam. With the supply line container ships sitting in our 20 ports averaging 10 to 80 ships. Or over 300 waiting to be unloaded, with China having 37,311 Teos, 4 containers, daily totaling 160,000 containers. On 148 Chinese vessels holding 610,000 Teo, s present to over 100 countries or 2.4 million containers waiting to be unloaded, carrying 4 per truck transported, by 2 million USA semi-trailer truck drivers, 68% of all freight is transported by semis. Or by 1,000 USA trains, 25% of containers, 200 per train, this creates opportunity costs of 8 to $10 trillion of GDP worldwide installed delivery. So, America the Titanic most certainly will sink and hurt the small businesses and needy immigrants. With open borders and 2 million illegal refugees and migrants being welfare cases? Cost-slash-Afghan exit? Higher taxes? The deferment of the debt ceiling of $22 trillion with current debt per the debt clock, www.usadetclock.org, of $30 trillion? With inflation at 5-10%? to 10%? Declining value of the $1 to 38 cents in 2000? Then an increase in the consumer price index of 9% in June to 2.0 in September 2021? To with the Fed contemplating interest discounts to their banks being increased from 0.09% in December 20, 2020 to 2.5% in September 20, 2021 to 4% the end of 2021? With mindless leadership of the Democrat Party, Proposing $2 trillion infrastructure bill and $3.5 trillion climate change bill, or a total of $5.5 to $6.2 trillion in spending over the next 10 years, that supposedly is paid for by increased taxes on the wealthy then requires trillions more of debt. Costs will soar, prices will follow and demand will exceed supply. Thus, inflation and stagnation will haunt us for the next decade. Can this be true that the American Titanic is safe? with a Biden administration saying inflation is transitory, and the Fed saying interest rates to banks, and investment brokers have to be increased to battle too much demand, for too little production by the supply lines. Catch 22 and 3 at the same time. Looks like stagflation, similar to 2007-2009, to when the new party took over and made it worse. Of course, the other party is using all of this, to make sure they take back the Senate and the House in the midterms in November than the presidency, in 2024. Then where does this leave us voters, in the middle, wondering why we expect either party to fix it, when they caused it? Specifically, what are the 10 dominoes to fall by 2024 bursting the America's derivative bubble of $500 trillion? Derivative value, meaning deriving value from an underlying variable asset. American derivative bubble, the US stock market, burgeoning debt, 
Fed raising interest rates on funding deficit spending, imbalance of trade inflating prices, and the U.S. Treasury printing press, weakening the dollar bill, Fed and USA Treasury printed 300 years of currency during the 2020 pandemic. Bankruptcy of a country happens gradually then suddenly, Alan Greenspan. If you don't buy this logic, look at the transitory dominoes that are set to fall after the midterm and before the 2024 presidential election. Domino number one Commander Biden's administration, whose Wizard of Oz leadership, ignores the debt ceiling, resulting in spending deficits of $10 trillion, to fund the Green New Deal, economic stimulus term the $1.9 trillion infrastructure jobs bill, to be funded by tax increases and the Treasury's printing presses. Domino number two the national debt is $85,000 billion using, GAAP, generally accepted accounting principles is increasing at the rate of $250 billion per day. See the debt clock www.usedebtclock.org for true gap financial condition of America. A 1,000 billion here, a 1,000 billion there, and pretty soon you're talking real money. Senator Everett Dirksen's quote converted to $2021 trillion not yesterday's billions. Domino number 3 The 2021 federal and state collective deficit spending, of $15 trillion and $85 trillion in debt, using cash basis budgeting and accounting. Domino number 4 The stock and bond markets, stocks 36,000 Dow, Treasury's $30 trillion in federal recorded debt. Now under 30,000 Dow and dropping into a recession then depression, during 2022-2024 elections. Domino number 5 The Federal Reserve Banking System cash reserves is $5 billion excluding member banks. $30 trillion non-collateralized treasury bills, notes and currency issued to imbalance of trade buyers of American treasuries covered by the Fed. Now Treasury Secretary Janet Yellen is suggesting, a 100-year Treasury note, may be necessary to defer interest increasing yield to the next century. Domino number 6 The impact inflation has on the economy, 1% means it takes $1.01 to buy a dollar's worth of goods, 100% means it costs $2, etc. Currently annualized inflation rate of 10% drives cost of living to new highs. Just another tax that causes a recession and consumer remorse. Domino number 7 The value of the dollar impact on the cost of goods sold, a decrease in the value of a dollar since the year 2000, means a dollar is now worth 38 cents, this means it takes $4 to purchase a dollar's worth of goods the exponential impact drives prices up and demand down. This means America's GNP costs 10% more to produce market-ready products and demand drops 10% leaving a GDP stagnation of $4 trillion or a drop to $17 trillion. Domino number 8 The competition by China and the Pacific Rim countries controls of costs and pricing of the supply lines. This enables China, our largest competitor in the trade war, to dictate cost, pricing and quality. This drives 15% of America's GDP down $1 trillion per year in trade imbalance, since our inflation of market-ready products costs depend on China's prices and FOB shipping costs. Domino number 9 The increased cost of energy from Russia, OPEC, Iran and Venezuela to cover the Biden war on fossil fuel energy, driving the America's cost up for supporting the grid, limited manufacturing and distribution services. This drives the price of energy up on American consumers, with the negative imbalance of trade impact on American GDP of $1 trillion per year. And it continues to fund Russia's war on humanity. Domino number 10 will fall, 
reached the breaking point gradually then suddenly, as a $500 trillion USA derivative bubble bursts into, deep depression then bankruptcy. Stagnation will follow, where supply decreases as prices increase, takes over the economy requiring a quasi-reorganization of the cost of government and reduction in short-term debt and bailout of the debt held by foreign companies and oligarchs, example, a $1.3 trillion haircut for China's cause of the pandemic and theft of trade secrets and $250 billion write-off of Russia's debt from the supply of USA energy to sustain the war in Ukraine. Even that America is still the Titanic, with too much demand, and not enough supply, creating a huge hole in an insolvent debt-ridden, sinking economy, big enough to sink our American Titanic. Who will fix it? The American Enterprise Party. The swing vote to balance supply with demand with American enterprises, taking command of our capital and human resources. In my books the trilogy of the American Enterprise Party Volume 1 covers why have a third party, Volume 2 how will that solve the problems and Volume 3 who will be the voters, leaders and workers that will make the turnaround happen. It explains how the American capitalism and American socialism team up to make Americanism that allows a colorless laissez-faire. Constitutional government function and defeat its axis of evil components in the cold trade war that we find ourselves now losing. Putting energy nuclear to work for trade and free market enterprise to defeat those that only threaten our superiority in learning to earn and having the skill to build a worldwide marketplace with humanism as our goal and the American dream our outcome.